Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I'm your host, the shortest of all possible circuits. No circuits are shorter, apparently. Uh, Short Circuit, thanks for joining us today. I am excited to have 3 for 1 on the podcast, so 3 for 1, welcome. Hello, thank you. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. It's me again. (laughs) Hello, Clarice. (laughs) My old friend. (laughs) All right, name Rama, name, age, F3 name. So, Joel Miller, 36, 3 for 1. 3 for 1. Trace, para uno or por uno? Um, you know, I don't know. That's a good <laughs> I question. don't speak Spanish. Yeah, there is that. Um, <laughs> as much as I've tried. Yeah. So. Oh, what was the... Sorry, this is a quick disclaimer. At a workout earlier this year, uh, I believe our, our good friend Slumlord was queuing. And he dressed up as Richard Simmons, and he asked you to translate something. He goes, "Hey, how do you how do you spell Macarena or something like that?" Dude. And I believe your statement was, "Do I look Spanish?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good times. Yeah, the blank stares throughout the the packs was just fantastic, <laughs> and then of course followed by laughter, which kind of cut tension. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right, now how long have you been in F3 packs? We were just talking about those. Yeah, so um, I'm going to celebrate my fourth year, October 24th. Um, yeah, four years. October 24th. Are you going to queue that day? Oh, I hope so. I mean, I, I looked through the, through the you know, it's all booked up. Everybody's booked up, so. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to look for a, I'm going to look for a site to try to kind of, Sneak into maybe okay. you know. There you go. I don't remember which beatdown I did for my first cue, but I'm gonna try to you know do it. There you go. Yeah. All right. Now, where do you typically post? Where are you? I know you're you're more of a runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically. Um, so I've got. Uh, let's see. Of course, what well, should I start from the back to the front? But um, so you got Soul Crusher. Um, I've got um, Slam and Sammy's is is my jam. Um, I've got, uh, shake weight, shake and bake, um, the shakes, the sh- I got the shakes. I got the shakes. <laughs> in, in, indeed. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I try to try to hit those when can, uh, closing time is always, always good, especially, you know, being in retail and it being later on in the day. So there you go. Yeah. And that's, I think if I'm not mistaken, that's the only PM workout I've seen across the nation doesn't mean it doesn't there are others that exist yeah and i would love for someone <clears throat> to prove me wrong <laughs> to prove me wrong on twitter but that is the only pm workout that i have seen nice which is unique to greensboro again yeah all right it's got a good following as well it does yeah it i'll, I'll go ahead and call him out and say apollo mm-hmm. has done a fantastic job true him being able to uh the lead guys with that and they have a strong following go over to roadies afterwards mm-hmm. i say all that like i've done it i i've never even been there actually so yeah tongue-in-cheek that's the one pop tart my 2.0 mm-hmm. we go and 
She has she has an absolute blast. Nice. She loves it every single time. Are we going to F3? Are we going to F3? <laughs> yeah, let's go. She'll burpee, run. So it'll be good. There it's a good go. time. All right, so let's jump into this thing. So let's talk about life before F3. So what did... Oh, oh, we, we have a downed cap. <laughs> Man, down downed cap. cap. I just stared at it like, do I pick it up? <laughs> pick, Is that going to pick it up? Will the microphone hear me if I pick it up? Pin drop, pin drop. Um, so let's talk about fitness before F3. So what did fitness look like for you kind of growing up and then all the way right up until that first workout? Sure. So um, all the way. So high school, um, I was a wrestler. I played football um, and I did mixed martial arts. Um, and so that, that kept me pretty active, different type of fit, I would have to say, um, throughout the years. I'm sorry, well, we'll get into that, but um, it's it's kind of one of those things where, um, you know, it was short burst type, like anaerobic type strength, and I wasn't always, like, really lean. I always had a little girth on me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Hashtag girth. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, 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 it was... Uh, awkward pause that's okay so yeah so but you had some you had some some level of athleticism in your background yes whether it was mma or you mentioned foot was it football football yeah yeah i played free safety and uh wide receiver okay um so gotcha so you you'd been doing those things when you were younger Mm -hmm. um as as you got older did it it drop off well um i continued with mma Mm -hmm. and then of course backyard gridiron uh, football, but I, I kind of tra- I kind of um, got into being a gym rat. Okay. So I was in the gym. I mean, I was the guy who was always there with this super thick hoodie on, you know, trying to sweat it out. You know, it, it, I remember <laughs> my favorite hoodie was a super thick Naval Reserve, and I'm not in the Marine. I'm I'm not in the the military at all. Yeah. But it was a super thick Navy Reserve uh, hoodie, and it would just it would be a training like armor after I after I got done it probably weighed 45 pounds dripping sweat but you know sitting in the gym for two hours I would get out of work I'd go hit the heavy bag sauna steam room and it was just like you know repetition Mm -hmm. or day yeah every single day and it's just you know it gets boring so Mm -hmm. yeah but uh okay so so fitness it sounds like was never really something where you totally lost it right you always did something Mm mm-hmm so let's talk about fellowship. Yeah. So what was kind of the nature of your relationships sort of you know, growing up and, and what did that look like for you? Sure. So growing up, um, it was, uh, I had a, a core group of friends. Mm-hmm. So I had, you know, uh, a good handful, maybe five friends. Um, and they were, you know, we were extremely tight. As soon as we graduated from college and that, you know, everybody goes their separate ways. And, you know, you... You don't, you can only keep track of somebody so so much on Facebook or social media or through you know ten minute phone calls on your way to work or whatever. So, um, for the most part, all but a couple of them, we've really kind of grown apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, all through high school, super tight group friend, group of friends. You know, kind of the uh, kind of the ride or die type guys and. You know, it's it's tough to, to lose those guys because, you know, they're kind of, they, they're part of your personality. Yeah. You know, everybody tends to click together and, and all become kind of unison, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you had that, that 
tight group. Yeah. Um, were these guys that you were also doing MMA and, and f- football with as well? Yeah, so <laughs> we played, yeah, we, they were on the football team, the re- primarily wrestlers, but when it, when it got m- more, you know, fisticuff with a little bit more of the punching in the face and, you know, and, you know, the grappling and, you know, arm bars and chokes and stuff, that's where they kind of left off and then I, you know. <laughs> this is where I leave you, Joel. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, uh, my trainer probably outweighed me by about 50 pounds Mm. and um so anytime that i would bring a friend to you know to roll um and them just see me getting mopped (laughs) well i don't you know joel i don't think this is for me um i got a thing so yeah um so yeah it was one of those things where i i started to kind of get into these other other things you know they continued to go into the direction of like girls and partying and that type of thing and I kind of went more into like fitness and mm. you know kind of getting into things that I felt you know a little bit more physically you know involved in that type of thing so gosh yeah okay so these were these were friends that at least you'd had some some level of interaction with regarding the fitness yeah um, but at least if not you still had kind of your core group of friends yeah and, and as you mentioned they sort of create a part of your personality that's mm-hmm. hard to let go when yeah. you guys split. Um, but split you did. <laughs> so let's talk about the, the third F, the faith piece. And, and really what I'm, what I'm talking about here is kind of what was your, your growing up your sense of something greater mm-hmm. outside of yourself or, or looking outward mm-hmm. um, or a sense of community impact or, or even within or without um, kind of your, your personal belief system. Sure. So this is this is going to be my semi-long-winded part. Yeah. Um, so g- growing up, um, you know, grew up in Michigan, where I where I grew up in Lansing was considered the armpit of Lansing. So my family, um, my dad, he was he was in um, uh, kind of the more labor, physical labor type field, mm-hmm. um, and then he decided that he was going to try to sell drugs. Mm. And then he became a drug user. Mm. So by the time, like, I think I was 14 when we lost our house. And from 14 all the way through high school, we were homeless more times than I can imagine. Mm. And so, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, um, you you get a secondary core group of surface level friends mm. who are there to help you out, you know, um, if you needed to go do some something to get by so that you had food to eat for that day yeah. or clothes for your back because of course your, your, your parents couldn't provide for you. And so um, it was one of those things where uh, living out of a van, you know, and, and it, it just, it gets tough. So um, it, I remember my turning point from a, from a faith per- perspective was, um, I was I was in high school and I went to, I went to class and I remember putting my bag in my locker. Mm-hmm. So, bag in my locker, it's Tuesday. Tuesdays were screwdriver Tuesdays at school. Mm-hmm. So, in my, in my circle of friends, we would go to the lunchroom and we would mix a screwdriver on, on, the, on the table. Mm-hmm. And we would all, you know, partake and then basically sleep through the next period. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but, yeah, it was one of those things. Like, um, and, it, you know, it all comes from a sense of wanting to belong you know, to something. And, um, you know, when you don't feel like, like myself, I didn't feel like I really had strong family at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you look outside that, you know, to build that relationship. And, 
um, those types of relationships anyways. And so the bag is important because while I'm sitting, well, when I woke up through the next class, um, I kind of had an epiphany and I was probably 18. And I said, what, you know, basically, what, what am I doing? You know, which direction is this? Do I want to be like to Paris or do I want to be like blah, blah, blah? You know, and I just said no. So I immediately started thinking right there in class, you know, how can I better serve my community? Mm. Which for me was like, you know. Mm. And um, so when I left um, to go back and at that time we were, we were I had three brothers and my parents, so five people and myself um, living in a Motel 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating off hot plates and, you know, hot and ready's and stuff. But so I grabbed my backpack, and as soon as I grabbed my backpack, I see the um, the school resource officer with the dogs <laughs> sniffing lockers. <laughs> so at that time, um, I had, and this is going to sound really bad, but at that time I had eight guns in my backpack. Okay. And... Absolutely beautiful pieces. Um, the, <laughs> Let's pause for a moment yeah. and admire that weapon. Yeah, oh man. But you know, it was one of those things. I never had like ill intent. You know, it, for me and what I was what I was trying to do was use those to better my situation. Sure. You know, um, not like shoot or kill people or whatever, but for sale. And you know, you know, when you're young and you're dumb, you use the black market to your you know to your advantage. So, but um, so. The whole time it was reinforcing in my head, like, if if these guys stop me, I'm I'm going to jail, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, I just had this epiphany in class, like, I'm I'm gonna turn my life around, I'm gonna see how I can help in my community. What am I doing? You know, if I get popped, I'm screwed. Yeah. So, you know, I bail, I go home, um, and I get rid of those, um, and then I just start looking within the community. I I, when I go to college, I, um, I major in criminal justice. I wanted to be, you know, a community officer. I started going out and serving the homeless and going down to the community center and, you know, helping young fathers program and doing all of this really cool community. And it was like really filling my cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, a lot of that, uh, you know, came from, you know, just seeing where I had had come from Mm -hmm. and knowing that I we could do better everybody can do better so um, that's where me personally I believe I like the whole sky cue Mm -hmm. you know thing um, because from my background I've noticed that when we were in the church and when we went to church we went Luther we were in a Lutheran church Mm -hmm. And then before that, we were in Baptist. So I remember as a young kid, you know, going to the Baptist church and it's drums, boom, cha, boom, cha, boom, and everybody's playing, you know, music. And it's like, I'm on the edge of my seat and I'm just like, yeah, this is great, you know. And then we go to the Lutheran church where I can barely make out what the gentleman's saying. And he's I'm like, oh, man. And so, you know, I'm getting elbowed by my mom. She's like, wake up, wake up. But, you know, my mom... uh, I, I'm pretty confident that the reason why we went to the church, to that church, was because they started offering a soup kitchen. Mm. And so, 
you know, it was one of those things like, hey, wake up, it's time to eat. And then we're at church and you're like, I thought you said we were, oh, <laughs> this is what you meant. Oh. So, you know, it was one of those things. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> but it, it, it was, so from there, I just never really got back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, seeing, seeing the type of guys who really I felt had my back in, you know, in, in my neighborhood were, didn't seem to belong to any type of a religious kind sure. of a background or whatever. So um, I never really got, you know, I, I'd noticed that the guys who really were ready to scrap or throw down for you or whatever weren't generally the guys who were thumping Bibles, yeah. you know, yeah. so... But that's my long-winded deal. No, that's but great. that's it's kind of brought me to where I am now, where I have one of my best memories was when we did bikes for burritos downtown. Mm-hmm. I don't were you mm-hmm. around during that time? Yeah. So I'm not sure who set it up, but man, I mean, we went down. We made we went over to Yeti's house, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, um, and we cooked up the night before. We cooked up a bunch of burritos, mm-hmm. and there was another. I guess it's a group that brings coffee. Mm-hmm. And we went downtown right there. Is it our center city or what is, what is that? Mm-hmm. Right there where, okay, downtown Greensboro <laughs> with the fountains and such. <laughs> Hashtag you guys will figure it out. But, um, and we went down there and we just passed out burritos. Yeah. And it brought back all these memories, you know, of me serving people in my community back home in Lansing, like yeah. to see their faces. So appreciative. Yeah. Hey, thanks for this burrito. This could be all I have all day today. And I'm like, I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. I know it very well. Yeah. And so um, that's probably one of my top, top memories is just giving back to the community and wearing your F3 shirt and telling people about it and like really help, you know, seeing yeah. the impact. So that's great, man. Yeah. And definitely thank you very much for sharing that because it sounds like, too, you know, if not even having the strictly religious background but coming from i mean having lived the experience Mm -hmm. of knowing what it's like to have people to come alongside you and to build up your sense of faith yeah maybe not in the religious sense but in the sense of these men are willing to have my back and support me Mm -hmm. um and looking outward having that outward focus not only them for for them but for you as well and that's that's really incredible all right, so so we, we know a little bit about your background now. Okay. Um, we know about the fitness, the fellowship, and the faith. So let's talk about let's talk about that first workout, sort of how you got involved with F three. So first off, who's the culprit? Who EH'd you? Jeez. Oh, well, it was Nancy. Okay. So um, I met Nancy through Avocado, who's um, Jeremy it- McKinney. Uh, okay. He's a, <laughs> is yeah. that an F3 person? Yeah, an is F3. that a restaurant? A, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's an F3 person. He's uh, since um, been on a long-term hiatus, but um, we'll, uh, we'll shoot him some text messages and see if he, you know. But at any rate, he's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I met him through um, Avocado as one of my customers at Men's Warehouse. Okay. And so I, I became his haberdasher. And through that, um, he just said, hey, I know about this thing. You know, I've been going to. It's it's awesome. You know, it's really early, but, you know, you can do it. Like, And then it started to come to, you know, the whole, 
oh, I know it's too early for you, but, and then it started to, you know, well, I mean, if you're not man enough type deal, no. you know, <laughs> but, um, it, you know, I never really felt like super ultra pressured, but there was that like, just under the skin, just, yeah. you know, he, he's got, he does it's really well. Big. Yeah, he yeah. does that really well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, my first post was a Saturday, which was, uh, Inside Voices. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yes. Let me pour some out for my homie here. That's <laughs> <clears throat> tough. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I, I don't remember who cued. It, I, it could have been Nancy. I, I don't know, but, um, I, I'm pretty confident Amphibious was there. Nancy was there. Potentially refi. I. It was a blur. I was having so much fun, you know. Um, but it was one of those things, you know. It was back when I was doing. Um, I was in the gym. I was a gym rat all the time. Yeah. So I'm jumping on the treadmill and I'm doing burpees. I'm, you know, and I'm lifting heavy and. Heaviest I've ever been is 171 pounds, mm -hmm. and you know it's it, and it was like I would go out there and I'm just banging them out like yeah this is great I'm getting a good workout but I'm not like beat up so I'm like I'm hanging <laughs> and this is great you know, um, which you know it's it's always fantastic when you can go out with a group of guys especially when some guys been trash talking you into yeah. into getting there you know <laughs> I know you're not man enough but you know and then you're like ah, I, I handled that. But it was so much fun because, you know, every single time somebody passed me, good work. You know, yeah. you know, it's stuff like it's just not something that you have in the firm. You yeah. know, so. Yeah, yeah. it's very true. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and now. No Merlot splashed. No, uh -huh. pretty much obvious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I know why we know why. Mm -hmm. But why three for one? So um, <clears throat> the long and the short of it is. Um, it was around the time that Men's Warehouse acquired Jose Banks. So Jose Banks was like fresh in everybody's minds mm -hmm. as being the drink. It, like it was a who's going to buy who, who's going to buy who type deal. Mm -hmm. And so they were fresh. So they saw Jose Banks as being Men's Warehouse competitor. Mm -hmm. So when I said that I worked, you know, I managed a Men's Warehouse, you know, they were like, Oh, you know, Jose Banks, you know, and then they, you know, they went into like, you know, buy one, get, you know, the whole store for free. Ha ha ha. And then somebody was like, you know, two for one. And no, no, no. Three for one. And then it was like, boom, three for one, three for one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that works, you know. Oh, that's good. So now, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you bring a guy out and we named him one for three? Um, Yes. So um, that's actually my my best friend Mike. Uh -huh. um, he lives in Indiana. Indiana. Uh -huh. um, he's actually he's a um, he's a police officer. Okay. And so he came out and and stayed with us for a week. And I was like, you got to come out to this. Uh -huh. You have to come out. And he's like, okay, fine. So I took him out there, and we. I mean, it's so funny, but just to see how quickly we beat the brakes off of him. <laughs> You know, he was like, you know, you guys were talking about meat sweats the other day. I mean, I swear he was just like, <laughs> it was awesome. You know, wheezing and like, I got to take a break, man. And he's a big ass, or sorry, he's a big dude, man. And um, to see him like, and we haven't, man, the last time that we worked out prior to that was probably two years. So, yeah. you know, you always, 
what's your fitness level at right yeah. now? You know, you've been going through academy and you've been doing this. Yeah. Like, what, what can you do? You know, so just to be able to like, you know, puff chests next to each other for, you know, a half an hour. It's pretty, pretty dang cool, man. Yeah. But um, he was like, dude, that was fantastic, man. If I was, if I lived in the area, I'd be here all the time. And I'm like, great, you know, and then I uh, ended up bringing him out again. And then um, apparently there's one like a half an hour from where he lives now. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to yeah, rope him into that. I'll try to rope him in. A little long distance EH, but um, <laughs> it's good. And not only that, man, um, you know, just to get some some diversity, yeah. you know, out. Absolutely. So it's pretty good. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. One for three. And you can, you can push him to the podcast now. Sure, sure. So let's talk now about life since F3. Yeah. So previously, you're <laughs> previously on the three for one show. Yeah. You were mentioning that you were you were a gym rat, and that first workout wasn't necessarily too hard for you. Right. Um, I don't imagine that the fitness is like, oh, geez, I was a zero before, and now I'm a one. Right, yeah. Right? No. It sounds more like you were a uh, .9, and now I'm maybe a one or we're on the same. So it, I have a different type of fitness level now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we talked about earlier, I kind of got into the whole running scene. So, you know, where I was 171 when I started, I'm sitting at 160 now, or 157-ish, and, you know, I'm not, not super quick on my feet, but I can do distance now, mm-hmm. um, and whereas prior to, I mean, the most I would probably run, like at max, was probably eight miles, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I did a half before I did it, and now I, I do halves like it's my job, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of those things where... I, I can tell the difference in just doing Merkins mm-hmm. and like, man, I, I know when I first started that I could pump out 60, 60 Merkins, no problem. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like, you know, six pack with a bird chest. Like, <laughs> I'm like, whippy, whippy, whippy. But, you know, I think that's the trade off for me because I've, I've tried to, I've tried to grow out mm-hmm. um, and get big. And it just, you know, mm-hmm. it just, I just end up looking like, semi-muscular with the little you know and then you know i i but i I definitely feel healthier leaned out Mm -hmm. you know so so i would say it's a different type yeah of level so but equally as important yeah no that's good we were in the palmetto didn't we yeah we did we did (laughs) i was gonna get i was gonna give you kudos for that um because i think you went zero to 60 on that one right oh gosh yeah and then and then 60 back to zero (laughs) well Uh, (laughs) there's always next palmetto hello march coming up hello yeah i've already talked to i'll I'll throw them out there i've already talked to matlock and uh reserved quote unquote my spot for for next year's palmetto provided they'll have me back all right so we'll see hey i'm sure i'm sure you'll be fine so well that's great and yeah, it definitely is a different type of fitness, right? I mean, we, I was talking, I forget who I was talking with, but, you know, you can, within F3, you can find kind of where your, your niche seems to be. Most of us, I think, kind of generally gravitate uh, on, on the whole, mostly towards the boot camps, but mm-hmm. we do have a lot of guys who are strong runners. And yeah. They really like running. Um, Footloose, refi, you know, those yeah. types of guys. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll give them a hard time too. Uh, Maneater who apparently believes that plank jacks are an arm exercise. Um, <laughs> but, you, you know, you can, you can all of that just to say, you can find um, your, your niche within mm-hmm. F3 because it's not, it's not so 
regimented to say, nope, it, it has to be this for everyone. Like you can find uh, mm-hmm. where you're, where you're going to thrive. Let's talk about your fellowship. Yeah. Since starting F3. So what's kind of been the nature of your relationships now? Sure. So, um, it's funny because I've always kind of been an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there, nobody's not a, you know, nobody's not a friend. I'll go up to anybody and, Hey, let's, you know, I'm, I'm that, I'm that dog at the dog park that wags his tail when somebody's like, <laughs> just because I'm like, Hey, 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 how you doing? Let's get to know each other. Yeah. So this has been pretty, you know, it's been, it's been great because, you know, you see a new guy in the gloom and you're like, hey, that could be a potential friend. Yeah. Hey, let's go, you know. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, with that being said, you know, um, outside of occasionally seeing somebody out, mm-hmm. you know, there's, it's, I would say it's, it's a little deeper than surface level, mm-hmm. you know. There's so many guys. Um, and then if you think about it, like the things that you do with, which you would consider a close friend, like have them over to dinner or go to the movies or go shoot clay pigeons or whatever, you know, macho men do these days. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I work all the time. But, you know, it's one of those things where, <coughs> you know, I, I was, it's funny you mentioned Palmetto because Cornhole and I were having a, a conversation about finding really deep friendships within F3 and the guys that we've met. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's one, we were speaking about not really finding, like, that type of thing quite yet, given the, the amount of time that we've been in, mm-hmm. but still feeling satisfied with what we have, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, but you know, especially being a transplant mm-hmm. um, from, from Michigan and not really knowing anybody and then when it come to Greensboro and still not knowing anybody outside of, like, work friends and stuff... And then going out here and hanging out with these guys and doing these, you know, CSOPs and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I definitely believe that it's, it's gone up probably 120%-ish. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely think that, you know, as, as for packs and whatnot, we can definitely, myself included, could, um, could do better with, you know, just getting a little bit deeper with the ones that we want to get deeper with. Yeah. If that makes any yeah no it, it absolutely makes sense and i think too part of the um no, I, I won't bad mouth it but i will say you know part of the challenge yeah i'll say the challenge mm-hmm. um the good challenge that we have here opportunity that's the word i'm looking for yeah. part of the opportunity <laughs> we have here uh is that because we are such a what feels like a larger region sometimes mm-hmm. right you can go to these cafeterias and Anytime there's more than six guys, five, six guys, mm-hmm. like the depth starts to shrink a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, you can find moments where you're like, hey, I might be a little bit deeper if there were fewer people here. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think there are definitely opportunities um, to be able to, to have that. But, yeah, absolutely, like you said, even, even still just finding the sense of camaraderie as a start that you don't find outside of F3 yeah. is huge. Yeah. So... And then to top it off, right, let's talk about the faith piece. So you had already mentioned before that you you sort of, even within high school, had already developed this mindset of starting to think outward and starting to look and say, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's something more here. I sure. can make a difference and I can start to hashtag give it away, yeah. whatever that may mean. Mm-hmm. How Do you think, and you, you spoke about that opportunity with Yeti, the burritos for bikes. Yeah, bikes for burritos. Bikes yeah. for burritos. Yeah. Um, how has F3 
help to encourage or help to cultivate that sense of outward looking? Sure. And I, I honestly believe that I'm, I am just above failing for that, for that aspect. Um, because there are there are a lot of opportunities to be had, you know. I've I've only been to a couple of these, you know, these third F opportunities, um, you know, whether it's putting up homes or painting people's porches and you know and, and things of that nature. But and honestly, you know, just like Dred was saying, like, don't ask, just do, you know. And then if if I really, you know, wanted to go that extra mile and just do my own bikes for burritos and you know and that types of that type of stuff for me like out there actually interacting with folks and not like behind the scenes like building something like I'm more like I would like to see it on their faces yeah you know and think I maybe it's selfish of me but I just like to see that firsthand type you know type yeah. deal so um so I mean for me I once again I, I think that just like if and I like to blame it on time and kids and all that other jazz, but <laughs> you know it's one of those things. Like um, I know that if I was out there handing out burritos or going to Street Watch or something like that, I could take my 2.0. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my biggest you know issues you know with like hard hat areas is I don't <laughs> I don't want little pop tart to become like flat tart I don't know like uh, have a have something drop on her head or whatever but you know um, but she, even even when we did go do that and she you know we're painting and stuff and she's like yeah I want to do it you know and I'm like oh, I'm sorry it's up high mm -hmm. go sit by the tree eat this PB and J and she's like scratching her head like okay but she still had a good time she got to pet a dog and you know look at a stump it was great um, but, <laughs> check out the stump check out the stump yeah Jr was trying to pull a stump out of the front yard so. um, but uh, but yeah 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I still I still think that I've grown, but I'm definitely not to where I want to be. Is mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So. Well, the, you know, the great news is plenty of opportunities, like you said. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. yes. And, and you brought up this point just a moment ago. It's the the idea of the sua sponte leadership, mm -hmm. right? And that is, you don't have to ask permission yeah. in order to be able to go. You are, to quote the book, free to lead. Free right? to you lead. are free yes. to lead. Yes. Um, and that is that is a beautiful thing, especially if you're finding areas like this where you're feeling challenged on the on the faith aspect mm -hmm. of you know outward facing, wanting to be able to give more away, um, being able to say, you know what, I'd really like to do this. Yeah, I'm gonna go do it. I don't have to ask permission from anybody. For sure, um, it's really really a, a beautiful thing. Yeah. So all right, man. Well, thanks for thanks for sharing your story here. I mean, this this yeah. is really incredible. You've yeah. got some no worries. wonderful stuff. Yeah. Um, before we close out, do you have any any closing thoughts for the packs, scripture, uh, song lyric, some piece of advice? Well, you know, it's one of those things. Um, my advice would be for a lot of guys, you know, just try to step out of your comfort zones. Um, I I, I want to give some kudos to to the guys who are out there, char you know, you know, charging themselves with, you know, these things like you've got. The guys who are not generally runners who are out there running and the guys who are not usually, you know, hitting more boot camps or ECs and things of that nature who are actually getting out there and being a little bit more, you know, just challenging themselves. Um, and then, you know, uh, I just, uh, I, as for words of advice, you know, I'm, I'm not very 
Um, <clears throat> I, I can't say I've ever like let us out. <laughs> and so for it's so crazy to me because um, I just, when it comes to stuff like that, I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's all right. That's your new challenge now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe when I queue on my anniversary, I'll actually lead us out. There you and go. It'll be, it'll be like some, you know. <laughs> pull up the phone. Pull up the phone, <laughs> tweet it out, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just, you know, keep striving to be better guys, better husbands, better fathers, you know, so on and so forth. You know, all of the stuff that, you know, good people say. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's great. I mean, to, to your point, the the challenge yourself is such a is a pivotal thing, and I think you know Tommy Boy's brought it up recently. It's something that's really been on my heart as well, um, just even through some of the interactions that I've had with other guys. And that is, you know, once you start getting out there, you start working out. Y- even that can you can quickly find that you become complacent, in it, yeah. right? And yeah. so you consistently have to challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like you brought up, the guys who are not traditionally runners going out and trying to run more, the guys who are not traditionally boot campers trying to boot camp more. Yeah. Um, and you have to you have to keep pushing yourself and continue accelerating because you know, you're living life on an uphill. Agreed. All right. So, if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Hit me on the Twitter, which is the Twitter. The Twitter. Um, it's British. I have a British Twitter from when I was abroad. Um, I brought it you, back. You were abroad? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> As of, uh, excuse me. Um, yes, uh, at, you got that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's an at, right? That's an at. Um, uh, F3 underscore 3 F-O-R. The number one. All right. Easy peasy, right? Indeed. All right, well, three for one. Thanks again for being on the on the podcast. Thanks man. for having me. Yeah, for sure. Man, this is glorious. Look at this giant place you have here. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a, an abundance of space. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that, we wrap up episode twenty-seven. Man, I, I'm. You getting think old? Think about that now. <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I could feel it in my bones. Uh, that's an. Look at that number. I'm like, 27. Holy smokes. We're almost at 30. Yeah. Then when we get to 30, I'll be like, man, we're almost at 40. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows where it'll take you? Indeed. All right. What? Did you say MySpace? (laughs) 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 Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for, uh, for listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom. He has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies. But keep your head. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp. We'll see you in the gloom. Hey, yo. I remember more of